Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. Happy Monday. We are so excited to be back with you all today. Yes, happy Monday. I know this is kind of a rough day of the week for a lot of people, and maybe it's the first day of your work week if you're listening to this on Monday, first day of your school week, but we hope this podcast can bring you whatever whatever Monday you're having. Hope this can just make it a little bit better. And Maddie was telling me before we started recording that this is actually the first Monday after daylight savings yes it is i'm so excited we're recording this on tuesday march 7th so we still got about a week ish um a little bit less than until daylight savings and y'all i am so beyond excited for it i need spring i need just warmth but more than anything i need the sunlight after work because it makes your days feel so much longer it's so much more enjoyable Oh my gosh, it definitely does. I am so excited about it. I'm actually doing a little, I don't know if I told you this, Maddie, maybe I did, a little like staycation in Charleston this weekend with a brand. Did I tell you? You did tell me that. Oh my God, yeah. so I'm so excited. But I was thinking about because we're like going out Saturday night and I was like, oh, Sunday, technically we're going to, you lose an hour of sleep, right? Because you spring forward. But yes, I can't, I can't even complain because I'm just going to be so happy that we get an extra hour of sunlight after work and just like in our days, it's just going to get longer. So the, it's nice looking into the future and being excited and being optimistic instead of looking into like winter, for example, you're like, oh God, big storm coming. So, um, yep. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so pumped for daily savings. It'll be so good. I'm so excited. But in general, I feel like this is just a season of being happy. I feel like the sun starts to shine and everything starts to bloom. And there's so much happiness just going around, which is actually kind of ish, I guess, what we want to talk to you guys about in today's episode. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But before, we wanted to kick it off, as we always do, with an Ask the Girls question. Yes, of course. So the question we got today, Maddie, isn't this from one of someone you know? Yeah. So actually, backstory on this: <laughs> one of my coworkers actually asked this question on the Instagram. So if you're listening, hello, shout out. Um, <laughs> and we had this conversation over lunch the other day. We were sitting upstairs, like in our office, having lunch, and he asked me, "Do you think relationships should be transactional or should they be based on love?" And I gave him my answer. And so when he asked this over the Instagram, I was like, dude, you know what the answer to this question is? And his exact response was, I want to know Emma's answer. I want to know what Emma thinks. Well, I'm- So Emma, Emma, <laughs> what is what is your answer? I, Do you think relationships should be transactional or should they be based on love? I've never felt more honored to be given this opportunity. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> um, for all my fans for just caring so much about my opinion. I honestly, as someone who is in a relationship currently and has had a, I've had, you know, I say, not not that this matters, but I've had like two serious relationships before my current one. So I've had now, like, I guess my third, like, relationship and not just like middle school boyfriend, you know? Um, And I honestly think relationships based on love are happier relationships. Um, Maddie, what is your answer? So my answer was both. I think that 
there has to be a mutual respect for one another in terms of a transactional relationship in the sense of like, okay, if I do this for you, you're going to do this for me or whatever it may be. But this is my, my qualm with everything. I don't think you should be keeping score. I think that it's based off of love. And so that's what is kind of a byproduct of the love is the fact that, you know, if you do something that makes me happy, obviously in return, I'm going to do something that makes you happy. Not thinking of it as like, oh, they did this. So now I have to do this. But more so just like, oh, that was really sweet. And then maybe next time you're thinking of doing something, it's like, oh, yeah, I should. And it's kind of second nature. Um, Actually, I was talking to the person who asked this question and he was saying that, you know, one of his friends actually has a list or one of the girlfriends has a list and is like, well, this person did this, so you owe me that. Or this person did this, so you owe me that. And I'm like, uh, no, that would be called a toxic relationship, in my opinion. So I think that there is a fine line. I think there's balance. And I think that if one person is constantly going over the top, to me, that says that that one person truly loves the other person versus the other person's kind of just staying in the background if that makes sense so I think it's both yeah I think transactional and exactly to your point that's how I read it is transactional is almost like keeping tabs of like you bought me dinner so I have to buy you dinner or you you know you got me a gift so I now feel like I have to get you a gift so it kind of takes that like doing it because I love you aspect out of it so that's why I feel like a true relationships that where both partners love each other in a healthy way those transactions naturally kind of happen because you just care about that person like even like my boyfriend he's finishing up school so like I'm working right now and he's not um so it doesn't make sense maybe for him to pay for like every single one of our dinners like it would be almost rude for like I don't know it would be almost rude if I wasn't like oh my god like listen I realize like you're finishing up school like let me like grab our smoothies today or something like things that I'm happy to do but I do it because like I know him and I love him and he you know bought my dinner last night like he's awesome but just making sure that you're aware of like what is being given to you like I appreciate you know him buying me dinner so just because I'm the girl doesn't mean that like he you know has to literally buy everything for me like I'm happy to like give something back to him or if it's like ooh, you know like Oh my god, there's just so, there's so many examples, really. But yeah. I think a, when it's based on love, it kind of just more naturally happens, and you want to, you want things to be fair, almost. Well, yeah, I agree, and I think that even outside of a romantic relationship, you can bring this into friendships, into family dynamic, kind of whatever it is. Like I just think about when me and one of my friends goes and grabs a coffee. And I grab coffee for both of us because I got there early. Then the next time I go, you know, I'm not expecting like, oh, she's going to buy my coffee. But nine times out of 10, that person will be like, oh, no, you got it last time. Like, let me get this one, you know. And it's not like you're kind of being a penny pincher. Like, you're not being like, oh, well, last time they got oat milk and hazelnut syrup. So, like, now I'm going to do this so it evens out so that it's the same. Like, you're not thinking oh my about God, that. that. You just care so about petty. that person. Yeah, it's so petty. And so I think that to a certain extent relationships in and of themselves are somewhat transactional as a byproduct of 
being mutually respected by the other individual, but I don't think that they should be quote unquote transactional. I don't think that it should be based off of that. Yeah, you shouldn't have tabs on your friend. Obviously, if you get your friend no. a thirty dollar Uber, you know, Venmo requests them. Like you have the right to like get paid oh, back yeah. for what you spend money on for. But being like, oh, you know, I I called you twice this week and you only called me once, so like I must care about you. Like don't hold it over people's head. But yeah, I think no, that's, then that gets toxic. I think it's understood you know what's toxic and what's not that that's we had a secondary question to this question it was like relationship hot takes and oh, do you have an answer to it well I wish I it just kind of came to me is we were we were debating whether to actually go like and talk about this fully but I was just thinking about like one of my hot takes is that like people know when they're being toxic because I before have been toxic and like it's intentional on a lot of the times like yeah not that I'm not trying to make people think I'm a bad person but there's times where I'm like oh like I want this person to think that like I'm I'm fine or I'm not upset or whatever so I'll potentially I'll intentionally like say things to make them think that or you know say things that maybe you know act a little bit mopey so they give me attention I'm like that's toxic but like I don't know I think being toxic people know when they're doing it even if it's not like toxic is we've talked about this before Toxic is used very casually, and it's not always it extreme, is. but people know, like, when you know when you're being, I guess petty might be a better word, but yeah, you know it. You know, you know when you're, like, being a little bit dramatic just for for the reaction. Well, and maybe, usually you know your partner so well. That. You know your partner so yeah. well, and something that, like, my boyfriend now calls me out on, he's be like, what, what's wrong? Like, why are you in a mood? And and he can like read that on me like he can read he'd be like why are you having an attitude and i'm like shit like i was having an attitude like don't sorry don't call me out but it's like he knows me and i know him too so i'll be like what's wrong like tell me and he'll be like nothing's wrong i'm like no (laughs) please tell me um so not toxic you know there's there's extremes to everything but that's one of my takes is like you know when you you know when you're being moody at least i yeah i think that that is a hot take for sure but I also agree with it personally my hot take now that we're on the question um my hot take would be I don't think it's a healthy relation people are so gonna come for me when I say this I just I see it coming I don't think it's necessarily healthy to be post-grad in your early mid-20s and be in a relationship where the guy pays for everything going along that same note oh yeah I just said that yeah 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 I think that there's this relationship stigma I guess especially on social media and on TikTok and I don't know kind of everywhere that you know for Valentine's Day like the guy gets you flowers the guy gets you chocolate the guy takes you out to dinner for your birthday like whatever like I I get it on Valentine's Day like I want flowers too like I want to be taken out to dinner whatever but like I think again going back to the first point I don't think it should be something that you're thinking about in a transactional mindset but I think that in return you should also be doing something like I think kind of like what you were saying earlier like oh no you got dinner last night like I'll grab coffee this morning I'll grab smoothies like no you know you got the groceries last time now it's my turn and I think that that's something that is more or less a hot take because you know girls expect the guy to pay now don't get me wrong if I were going on a first date again which hopefully I won't but if I were and the guy were to not offer to pay at least, that would rub me the wrong way. Granted, I would also offer to pay, but like you you don't want someone taking advantage of the situation one way or the other. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. I it just reminded me of a story. I went out to dinner the other night with my friends, and there was this older woman, uh, older I say, you know, probably like fifty, and she had been drinking okay. a little much, and it was one of those like girls' bathroom conversations, and so like we were all we were all just having dinner, but she was having she, basically it was me and my like. 23 year old friends and then this like 50 year old woman who i've been drinking she's like guys this is the worst first date i've ever been on it's awful and she was like guess what she was like i offered to pay and he says why don't you or he like told me to pay oh. basically and she was like oh he's, my he's gosh su- he's supposed to insist that i don't and he just said okay when i offer and so and i was like honestly i mean like screw that which i mean transactionally that's that's fair but i just i thought that was a story that tied in but she was like and there was other issues going on but basically when she was like oh like no like i could pay for mine he was like okay <laughs> she was he's like, like okay yeah believe, i thought it can you believe that but she's like he's so rich though so i was like well you know pros and cons count them <laughs> yeah you're like well sorry no that's funny i think that both of those are really good questions though i love how we tied them both in even though we originally were just like we'll choose one um so shout out to both of actually both of those were my co-workers questions really so, <laughs> yep shout they're out. really different, they really different want the co-workers <laughs> yeah different co-workers but they do really want the tea and they didn't know that both of them asked those questions and they both had to do with relationships i don't even know we could do a whole episode on relationship hot takes if we like planned it out i could come we up should. with some like with some juicy ones we should just do a hot takes episode in we general maybe should. that'll yeah maybe that'll be a future episode <gasps> so we hope that you guys enjoyed that little ask the girls segment if you want to be involved in the future follow us on instagram at hugo girls podcast you know the drill it's h-y-g-g-e girls podcast we're very interactive with you all over there at least we try to be um so yeah we really enjoyed doing that and today's episode i kind of alluded to it at the beginning ties into happiness you know over here at the hookah girls podcast we are all about pursuing everyday happiness but you know happiness is not always sunshine and roses and what do i mean by that emma you know let me let me tell you what you mean well yeah break it down for me kind of the tagline that i started thinking about in regards to this episode is we hear about like oh you're gonna have good times and bad times you're gonna have the highs and the lows but i feel like the most prominent moments are the highs that come after the lows and then the lows that come after the highs and I feel like I just haven't been able maybe to like verbalize that before because if you're kind of like maybe in a, in a lower period like day to day it can definitely be hard but it's when you finally feel that like high afterwards that you feel that like big emotional shift or if you are coming off of like a period where like you're genuinely happy you might not be like beaming happy every day but you're like kind of at a high point in your life you're rolling through things things are kind of working out and then that low when it starts hitting is going to feel way more drastic so maddie found this little phrase called a happiness hangover which is you know kind of explaining that low after high and just a little bit of you know personal background i had a really hard time with this at the end of 2022 probably like september ish i had graduated college in literally like the year before but i had been traveling and i had gone to costa rica by myself and i had all the all these crazy experiences and then when i got back home i was living with my parents i was you know working remote but not really like a structured job just kind of like doing contract stuff and I was just at a really like low place but I think the reason that was so drastic is because it came after a high point in my life 
Um, and so my low felt really low. And then there was like relationship issues um, with other people, like not my boyfriend, just like other people. Um, and oh my gosh, like my low was like, I, w- I was feeling it. It was low, yeah. It, it was low, but I feel like it, the contrast of where I was and then, or where I was before and then where I came to, unfortunately, was so big. Um, and now I'm happy to report that I'm in a high. And we're, so we're my, doing good. Yeah, so my high has felt so like liberating and so awesome because I came after the low. Um, and every every part of life isn't going to be like a super high or a super low. But honestly, for me in the past, like so many months, it has kind of felt like really high, really low, and then back to really high. So I'm happy to be there. But Maddie, I'd love to hear your experience with yeah highs and lows as well and like kind of where you're at and where you've been yeah I also just think it's kind of the stereotypical like you go away to college and you come back for a break and you've lived with your parents your entire life and for whatever reason when you get back home like your first break freshman year fall semester you get back home and you're like oh my gosh my parents are so restricting like this is ridiculous I'm so sad I'm not with my friends whatever obviously a very kind of abstract example there um but there is a real psychological reason behind this so I wanted to share that before I dive into kind of where I'm at um and that psychological process is called opponent process theory so this was established back in 1980 by psychologist Richard Solomon and this essentially states that whenever you feel one emotion you're going to feel the opposite next so that explains that why when you're feeling happy the next day you're going to feel gloomy per se and the reason behind this is because we have a baseline state as humans called homeostasis so think of it like goldilocks you know we're not too happy we're not too sad we're just going through life just living our right. life whatever <laughs> just just right and then we have a super fun weekend or we receive an award we get back from a trip we we do something that is like so over the top stimulating and happy and releases so much dopamine that it swings the balance in one direction. So think of a pendulum and like the entire pendulum just swings one way. Basically, our brain tries to overcorrect that and restabilizes it. So that's why this negative emotion happens after you have a positive emotion that's so intense. And it works in reverse too. So think about if you're in a lot of pain or something really scary is happening typically the opponent process swings the other way into something pleasurable which is why skydiving turns from terrifying to super invigorating or something like that um, there's going to be a whole article linked in today's show notes um, so if you want to learn more about this feel free to check it out but just wanted to introduce that concept because one it's a really normal feeling to have and I think that for me, I was very similar when I graduated and I had a whole lot going on and I was traveling and I was kind of beat bobbing around all of April, May, June of 2022. And then I got back. I didn't have a job yet. I just moved into my apartment. Everything was more or less the same in my life, you know, like Yes, I graduated, but I mean, typically in the summer, I wasn't doing anything anyway, so that wasn't super noticeable yet. It's not like I'd started a full-time job, and I just found this overwhelming sense of sadness, I think, and I think it's because, like you were saying, Emma, like, there was such a high high. Like, I went to Costa Rica. I went to Mexico. I went to Hawaii. Like, I'd graduated. I'd spent 
every second of every day with friends or with family or with my boyfriend or whatever it may be. And so when I had a second to just kind of sit back, I was like, huh, my life is boring. Like this is awful. And I don't want to say I was depressed because I wasn't, but I had a quote unquote happiness hangover because I was just back in my normal life. I was right back to the baseline state the Goldilocks if you will where I was not too happy not too sad just going through life but for me it felt so sad because of the exact contrast of where I had been previously and I think the reason that we wanted to talk about this is because this is a natural phenomenon this is normal this is a hundred percent like what humans go through and actually this is a fun fact um animals I thought this was really interesting all animals can experience pleasure but only humans can experience happiness. So this is something that's very individualized or targeted towards humans specifically. And I think that it's part of what makes you human, literally, is that you have the ability to have this extreme happiness, but then in return, you're going to have the happiness hangover. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I I love that phrase, which I I don't love it for what it means, because it means like being sad after you're happy. But I I love, love things that put concepts into words nicely. And I feel like that really does, because so many times, also tell me if you feel this way, like you almost feel bad. Like if I had a great weekend and then I'm like pouting. guilty. Yeah, I literally am like, oh, I feel bad that I'm like in a bad mood today because like, okay, my life is like not that bad like my I'm fine like okay just because I have to work on Monday you know doesn't mean that I should be sad because I just had such a great weekend like you literally feel like you have to continue writing like the high that you felt um or maybe if something bad happens like you almost feel guilty like let's say you lose a loved one like god forbid but like let's say you do and then you like feel bad being happy genuinely like you feel like I don't like this isn't my place so like I should still like be in that emotion but like one emotions something that I've had to learn as I get older is that like especially for us girls I know most people listening are girls not all but um like our hormones are fucking insane like I know guys obviously have hormones too but like I have especially like just with my cycle as a woman and stuff I have I've learned to have to like be honest with myself about my hormones and how it's affecting my mood because I literally used to be like oh that's not like that's not real like you can, you're, you're in control of your emotions, like, I'm not PMSing, and now, as soon as I learn to accept that, like, I am, it honestly, it's, like, it's kind of freeing to be, like, okay, this makes sense, literally, so funny, my body, but, like, two days before I start my period, like, every single month, I have, like, a breakdown, like, I literally feel so sad, in the same not, way, yeah, it's not during my period, like, I will, it'll be two days before, I won't even realize it, and I'll be, like, oh my god, why am I, like, like, I'm just, like, sad today. Like, I will genuinely just feel, like, crying, um, like, very easily. And then I'll go to, like, take my birth control or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's because I'm about to start my period. Um, but, it, but it is true. That's obviously, like, a specific, like, menstrual cycle example. But leaning into, like, what you feel and not feeling guilty about it is completely fine. Like, you know, guys, sometimes... I don't know it's just experience of guys being like oh are you on your period or like oh you're muting yeah. which is like they suck for that but at the same time literally look them in the face and be like yeah I am literally like shedding my uterus right now and I'm going through real life hormonal imbalances and like that whole mindset of being like oh like you're moody right now in a belittling way is like invalidating to like literally 
the fact that you are experiencing like real emotion and real hormonal changes and stuff. So that's in the scope of hormones, but our, our whole life, like we're just, we're just complex people. Like our brains are complex, yeah. our minds, our hearts, everything's so complex. So allowing yourself to, I don't know, not feel guilty, guilty when you're feeling emotions, but also being honest. Yeah. Honest with yourself when you're yeah feeling what you're feeling. Well, and I also think that there's kind of this narrative that you have to understand why you feel certain things. And I'm fully going to call out my boyfriend for a second. So sorry if you're listening. Um, but call him out. My Yeah, I'm going to call him out. My favorite thing is like when I have something just going on in life, there could be like literally a pin drops on the floor. I don't know. Whatever reason, I'm like hypersensitive. Like I'm just uber emotional for whatever reason. And I'll be like, I just am sad like I don't feel great or like emotionally like I'm down or whatever or I'm stressed and he says to me all the time he'll be like well just don't be stressed we'll just don't be sad like you you don't have anything to be sad about like what and he doesn't mean it in that way but it genuinely is something that you know you really have to lean into and know I have no idea why I feel off right now and sometimes it's worth it to be like okay let's do some deeper diving and see like Maybe there's something that triggered this. Maybe like, you know, something rubbed me the wrong way early this morning and I've been holding on to it and I should really evaluate this. But sometimes you literally just have to feel it out, let it go and move on. Sometimes there's not a deeper meaning. And I, another hot take, I think that so many times just in general in life right now, people will try to like dig so Things deep aren't and that try deep. to find like this deep it literally <gasps> shit is not that deep y'all it is not that deep it's sometimes like you I... just have a bad day and like that's a bad day you have to sit in your emotions you have to like have your little moment and then you have to move on and the next day you're fine and it doesn't mean that like you're traumatized from your parents divorce when you were seven years old it doesn't mean that you're still hung up on an ex-boyfriend from six years ago like it literally just means that like shit happens your emotions are whack and it's fine I you're so right I feel like because some things are that deep and, and this is the contrast some things really are that deep but if you make ev- oh absolutely but if you make everything that deep then it's like where where's that divide like you're just gonna be where's this the line? constant yeah. like just constant like emotional negative cycle if everything is like that big of a deal and when things actually are big deals you are going to be so consumed with things that probably aren't that big of a deal oh my gosh i think that is like you like preaching to the choir because that's something that I have had to learn for myself and just like I don't know I've see other people judging other people too and being like oh well like they did this I'm like do you really care that freaking much like also like if you look at yourself this is this is like I don't know this is a rant but I'm just saying if you people are so quick to point at someone else about looking at themselves and make what other people did it's like oh yeah you know she um she didn't invite me to go to the beach with her. She invited Sally. Like, she sucks. But then, like, last week, maybe you invited JoJo yep. to go to the beach and didn't invite her. You know, and it's like yep. you are so quick to maybe, like, point at someone else before really just, like, looking at yourself. Because we do things. We just exist as a person. I was even talking yep, about. absolutely. I was talking to one of my friends today about basically my friends flying in but she had to fly in to somewhere that's like three hours away from me and it like doesn't really make sense for like me and one of the other girls that are going to see her but I was just telling her I was like at the end of the day like she just had to think about herself like I'm not going to take that offensively like 
it's just kind of like that's what worked for her that was the best flight that was the cheapest flight and like I'm not gonna make it more than it is and be like oh like did she not care about me to fly into my city where I am and I'm like no she's obviously like she's still making the effort to come near me um yeah and that's just an example where I could have probably been like hey you know it really hurt my feelings that like you aren't trying harder to come directly to where I am no I I think that that is like so beyond valid and that's something that even recently I've caught myself kind of in the cycle of so slight tangent for my birthday I'm going like on a girls trip with everyone and I took off Friday and um we're going like we're staying Friday night Saturday night and coming back Sunday and I took off Friday and I have some friends who didn't take off Friday and so I was feeling so guilty and I was like well I don't want to go with those friends because they're from like or I don't want to not stay with those friends because they're from out of town and like whatever no at the end of the day it's not that deep like we're all going to be together I can drive like if I want to leave early on my day and like have a little day and get the Airbnb ready and like maybe see my parents along the way or whatever it may be like that's fine and it's nothing personal to the people who have to work that day like I'm not going to take my day off and just sit around in Denver and like hang out just because they couldn't get that day off and I'm also not going to be offended that like oh my gosh you didn't take that day off for my birthday like I don't care well it goes both ways like they shouldn't get upset with you that you're going to make the most of your day and you shouldn't get upset with them that they're not taking off like it's kind of just like okay like we're just going to do what works for us And it's not targeted towards either person. And that's what you have to remind yourself. And actually pulling from another Ask the Girls question, which we didn't even intend on doing (laughs) it, kind of just got wrapped up into the episode. But someone asked what to do when friends exclude you. And I'm not saying it's your feelings are not valid because they are absolutely valid. And there are sometimes when friends exclude you and you can tell that it is pointed and it is, you know, like kind of malicious. And that sucks. That's shitty. I'm not discounting that at all. I would say, however, eight times out of 10, I'm not even going to say nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10, it's not that deep. Like it is not about you. And it really is like what Emma was saying. Like it literally is just people are living their own lives and they're doing their own things. And sometimes like this is a really hard concept to wrap your head around. And so I'm going to be the bearer of like the truth here. But like sometimes like you're just not a thought. Like they're thinking, oh, I'm going to see this person or oh, I'm going to do this. And it's not thinking, oh, Abby from down the street like I'm not gonna do this or Lucy from down the street like I I don't want her to come because I don't like her and this that and the other sometimes it's literally just like oh this person texted me and like we're gonna go get brunch and like I didn't even think to include this other person and like that can hurt but nine times out of ten it's not targeted or not pointed towards you Yeah, I've had issues in the past, and I think this is why, like, just as we grow up, we learn things, which is completely normal, like, this, this, most of the things we talk about, honestly, take us years to, like, learn, and we're still learning about them, which is why we love talking about them, because it's, like, we're passionate about it, because they're, like, this is, like, a new life lesson that, like, we've really embedded in our own lives, but I have had major issues with friends, not major issues in terms of, like, fighting with my friends, but I've just had issues with friends that really really get offended by everything like I would go hang out with one group of friends and I'd even I wouldn't even know this person wanted to get invited and they'll and then I'll get a call that's like I just don't know why you didn't think I mean basically what you're saying so it it is hard to because I sympathize with like both sides of it because you never want to be 100% you never want to feel left out you never want to make someone feel left out but like there are certain friends that I've had to like 
literally oh my gosh like have multiple conversations with it's like I'm I was really not trying maybe to like and this is years ago but like really not trying to like not think about you I just like I just didn't you know like maybe I just didn't or maybe I just like have a life outside of you like I have this I just have friends that it's like it it is a life lesson that I've learned too that like the world really doesn't revolve around me and that's completely okay it kind of sucks though because like it would be really nice if everything did and everything everyone just did like what you wanted to do but it has been a lesson to be like okay I people just because maybe things don't go the way I wanted it to doesn't mean that it was any sort of shot at me and I've tried to relay that to friends that maybe think that like I'm taking shots at them or if you know they text me like hey can I come visit you in Charleston and I just need like a me weekend like I would hope that they don't take that offensively but sometimes I feel so guilty for being like oh no I'm sorry like this weekend doesn't really work for me or I already had plans or I just like honestly need a second to breathe it's like why do I feel bad about that but it's because like we do all take things personally but it's really it's a freeing feeling for it not to be that deep if you're able to get there and it is a journey that we're all we're all still going on (laughs) Yeah, we're all working our way along and it, uh, like I said, I don't want that to come across as like we're discounting your feelings because sometimes things are intentional and sometimes you are left out for a reason. And at that point, one, I would just encourage you to have a conversation with that person and be like, hey, I felt left out for X, Y, and Z. If it was intentional, maybe they're going to be like, oh, yeah, sorry, this is my problem with you. And you're going to be like, okay, well, cool. Either we work through this or we don't. That's the hard reality. Nine times out of ten, I feel like they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, though, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about you. And that's when you kind of just have to let your ego go and just be like, oh, okay." And like the other thing is that there are different levels of friendship and it's a really challenging thing to navigate when someone thinks that you're closer than you actually are. And I feel like that's Mm. a lot of times like when this comes into play or you know, maybe you're hanging out with a new group of friends. And so you don't want to say, oh, can I bring this other person along who doesn't even know them? Because like you're already the new person and you're trying to establish new relationships at like work or in your sorority or at your school or whatever. And you're not trying to actively leave out that person, but it just doesn't make sense to invite them in a sense. And so nine times out of ten like even just communicating that of like hey like I'm gonna go do this with my work friends I'll do something with you after or you know like hey me and my friend are doing this like we do this every single week you know like it's our ongoing coffee date whatever can we do something after this and hopefully people don't take that as like oh this is pointed at me and this is intentional um so just have a conversation and you know, go with your gut. Your gut's nine times out of ten right, which is kind of shitty. But you know, it's at it's least you the have a good indicator to trust yourself. Yep, exactly. And I feel like going back to the start of this episode, I feel like it's really hard to trust yourself sometimes because you kind of invalidate yourself. You invalidate your emotions, and it's okay. And sometimes, like with the happiness hangover, it's okay to feel down after having a really great time or having a really great event on the contrary it's okay to laugh it's okay to have fun when you're going through a rough time and you're in a really low spot and I don't think that emotions have to make sense I don't think that emotions do make sense and I think that's okay and I don't have it all figured out Emma doesn't have it all figured out yes I do what 
you're right that just really offended me and i'm gonna block you i know (laughs) i think that you should i think you should take it personally actually i'm gonna take that really really personally and i will be blocking you um what you're saying is our 22 years of friendship is over i get it um almost 23 and yes (laughs) yep makes sense oh my gosh i think like my my concluding thought on all of this is just like if you get to a point where you're like over explaining yourself or having to justify yourself to someone you're you're at a bad spot and I think a lot of times I think about this with relationships either romantic friendships family whatever but also with yourself like if you're getting to the point where you're having to tell yourself like no no I promise like it's fine like get over it like you have to be honest with yourself like don't be trying to tell yourself something that you know in your heart ain't true but also if you're feeling like you do have maybe you know people in your life that you're feeling like you have to constantly keep being like, oh no, like, I'm I'm not, like, a bad person, or oh no, I'm not trying to, like, hurt your feelings, or oh, I'm not, like, that's not really what happened, and if you were just in the cycle of explaining yourself, either to yourself or to other people, there just needs to be some reevaluation, and I don't think, it can be really, really draining to be stuck in a cycle where you feel like, like, if you have, like, a, quote, best friend, and you're having to be, like, no, I'm not a bad person. Like, that's shitty that you're having to, like, tell someone. Unless you really are being a shitty person. and Which, again, hot take. You know when you're being toxic. So, be honest with yourself. But if you really feel like someone is just, like, on you. Like, like your mom or, like, whoever. Like, they are on you and on your character and really, like, nitpicking you. And you're just having to explain yourself. Like, that's definitely a relationship that needs, like, maybe a hard talk and some evaluation. But... Looping it back yeah. to yourself, we can be just as unfair to ourselves. So, we absolutely can. And I also think that in general, people are going to see what they want to see in you. And something that I've been told from a really young age is you cannot control other people's opinions of you, which I think is true and false in a certain sense. I think that if you're a really shitty person and you're being toxic or petty or rude or mean or whatever, which you know that you're being, and then that person forms an opinion of you based on those actions, yeah, like, that is in your control, you know? Like, you you didn't need to do that. However, if you're doing what's best for you and you communicate and you say, hey, I can't make it tonight, but let's do this, or, you know, like, I'm just going to do this instead – no hate against you, no harm against you. Like, this is just what's best for me. And then that person forms an opinion about you. It's so cliche, but that has so much more to do with them than it has to do with you. And looping it all the way back to, like, the very beginning of this episode and just if you think relationships should be transactional or if they should be based on love, someone who loves you in your life whether that's a friend, a family member, a romantic partner, is not going to be keeping score of, oh, I asked this person to go out with me and all three times, you know, they said no. If they say no one more time, then, you know, like that's They're it, I'm done. They're on the curb. Like, yeah, like it shouldn't be transactional. It should be like, okay, I'm going to invite this person. And if they're not feeling like going out that night or if they're not feeling like doing something, like knowing that it's not personal or if they have other plans, knowing it's not personal – However, if that person, again, there's always a other side of it. If that person is, like, lying to you and is saying, like, oh, no, I can't do this because they're actually doing something with someone else, maybe 
dig into that, evaluate it a little bit. But you know, relationships in general should not be transactional at all. They should be based on love, and the transaction should be just a consequence of your respect and your mutual understanding for one another. Yeah, and something that I think is important too is like. I think about the analogy of, like, celebrity interactions. You know when some people will be, like, think of it as celebrity, like, let's say Jennifer Lopez. So, like, people will be, like, oh, my God, I met Jennifer. J-Lo. J-Lo. J-Lo was the sweetest celebrity I've ever met. She was so nice. And then someone else will probably tell you, like, J-Lo is such a bitch. She was so rude to me. You have to realize, like, people like people have lives. Obviously, the celebrity analogy is extreme, but, like, that is true. Like, JLo definitely has good moments. I think she's a nice girl. Never met her. I would assume that she's not like a, a crap of an earth person. But then she, there's probably out of the millions of people that have interacted with her in her lifetime, people that think she is literally a complete bitch. And I think depending on what time people catch me or Maddie or you, they can probably have those like various of opinions. But going back to just understanding that like just as much as your person, like other people are also people. And Our that's people, something yeah. that I've really struggled with. Like I could literally write a freaking book about it, but I really struggled this past year. At the end of the day, it was coming down to like people questioning my character and judging me for my character and feeling like, again, like I had to either explain myself or um like it and it was like they were almost like pointing fingers at me for things that like they had also done and it was just hard to be like how much do I force like how much do I explain myself to someone and be like oh I promise I'm not a bad person and I was like honestly I I love myself more than that to try to convince someone that I'm not a terrible person and like yeah. you you know your truth and like you know the kind of person you are and I think everyone we've interacted with on the podcast is an amazing person so we know you're all great people we think yeah we think. No, it's 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 good. This is meant to lift you up, but like, be so honest with yourself. Like, when you are having lows after highs, be honest with yourself. When you are having highs after lows, be honest with yourself, and like, take both of those for what they are. Um, and at the same time, stay stay true to your character and who you know you are, and don't explain yourself to people. That is such a my mama says less is more, and it was a really really hard. I was in my low, and I was trying to trying to well you try to like convince you try to make yourself like you try to show other people and now I sound like I'm on the bachelor I just want to show you my heart like (laughs) I can't be no but like you try to show people where your intentions are coming from and at the end of the day like don't beat the horse if it's already dead you know like if someone truly knows your character it's fine like even Emma and I have had moments in our lives like we've been friends 22 years almost 23 and we've had moments where I've been like hey she's been like this hurt my feelings and I'm like oh why I don't understand and she's like well this that and the other and I'm like oh I didn't even see it that way this is my perspective and she's not sitting there being like no I knew I knew that you did this intentionally and like vice versa you at the end of the day you know that person you know their character so if you're having to sit there and explain yourself over and over and over again to someone it's not worth it at the end of the day because uh, who are you trying to convince at that point? Like, they're not taking it. So are you just saying it to, like, make yourself feel better? Are you saying it because you want them to truly believe it? Like, you kind of have to do some self-reflection there and just don't be the horse if it's already dead. Like, it's it's not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. You're not going to change someone's mind. Yeah, 100%. And when I was in that position, I chose like not saying anything and it was honestly a really hard thing to choose like I had a hard time not 
over explaining myself to people or honestly explaining my people well, you're There's, a human you want yeah, to defend yourself i was like i want to yeah. be liked and like these are friendships that i've had that mattered to me at a point but i was like if i feel like i literally have to like track someone down to be like please listen to me explain to you why i'm not a bad person or like why i made the decisions i made i'm like i know them and i know that like i know my character so you know what like if they're not going to come to me even like asking for my quote side of the story or like to just talk to me and have a real conversation like that person's not my friend and it that's like a tough that's a tough freaking pill to swallow that was a big part of my like low I even texted there was one guy I was friends with for a while that was kind of wrapped up in this scenario that I'm referring to and I texted him and I was like hey I just want you to know like I've really always valued as a friend and like I know there's like there's like drama or like whatever right now but like I've always really valued as you as a friend and like I just want you to know that like I'm you know, like, uh, we know each other, you know, like, don't, I was basically just trying to don't get caught up in hearsay. Yeah, don't, don't get caught up with that, and, like, you you know who I am, and, like, you've always been my friend, and I know I've always been your friend, so, like, hopefully, like, you don't think anything bad about me or whatever, and he just, like, literally never responded, like, still have not talked to this day, and that's, like, that, that was tough, let me tell you. Well, that's a hard (laughs) pill to swallow, because it's, like, that in a situation shows that you care more than they ever did, which is hard. And that's, it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that like you care for someone so much or you think you're friends with someone. And then at the end of the day, you're like, oh, well, if we were actually friends, this wouldn't be a case. And I don't want to open up a whole new, another can of worms before we end today's episode. But you can see firsthand going back to the celebrity thing firsthand what happens when people have opinions with specifically the Selena and Hailey Bieber stuff going on right now don't want to dive into it it's (laughs) a whole thing if you're interested go to TikTok by the time this comes out it honestly may be old news who knows but it's one of those things where yeah there are things resurfacing about Hailey that are from years and years and years ago that for me I look at and I'm like okay yeah like that definitely doesn't paint her in the best light and yes if everything that's coming out is like court order you know like that's all true then it's like okay this is it has mean girl vibes you know however a video of someone being 16 and saying something or being obsessive or whatever that's just showing me like their insecurity for me that's showing me like okay this person was really insecure was making fun of people that she thought were you know prettier than her more successful than her whatever it may be and that's a perfect analogy of like people are going to reflect themselves onto you and everyone around is going to have opinions like every single person now there are people literally like dragging her and I can tell you right now I'm not going to speak for Selena we're not besties sadly but I highly doubt that someone who's a good person would want someone else to be like put through hell and back and like cyber bullied and done all this stuff like there's literally no point for that and that literally is just what has happened with opinions with people forming opinions based on what their friends think based on what they've seen based on their interactions because at the end of the day none of us are in those people's lives except for those people and that's obviously a very large scale example no, it's so but true, take, it, take it on a micro dose like at the end of the day everyone is a human everyone's a person and you just have to do the best that you can do and hope that people are going to see your character at the end of the day if you're a shitty person it's going to show and if you're a great person it's going to show too i 
completely agree so there's our tangent of an episode we hope you liked it wow that was like a vent session that needed to come out that really did i think that that was not a planned episode y'all just so you know yeah we were the, gonna the happiness about, hangover was yeah we we're talking about like lows and highs um but we just really wanted to apparently take y'all through very specific lows and highs but it is true like they're real life things that happen so thank you guys for asking those questions that prompt us to be able to talk to things or talk about things like this it's really cool and we all have life experiences it's hard kind of to talk about things while be like being vague and it's not like we don't want to share it's just like you guys don't need every single name drop you don't need every detail and also this is all on the internet you have to think about it like from a standpoint of like we don't know who listens to these. We we know some of you. Like, you're very active and thank you. We love you. But, you know, you can also have people from your life listen to these. And you can have coworkers, clearly. You know, I had my coworkers ask questions. You can have family members. like, And so we don't like to say anything on this podcast that we wouldn't actively say to a person that – you know would come up to us and ask us that question we always talk about how we forget like real people listen to this because we do we'll get like dms or comments and like either dms that are specific or like real person interactions and we're like oh wait we're like oh okay oh real people listen to this (laughs) yeah well it's it's not just us talking into a microphone over facetime every week um but no we we just like to share as much as we can with you guys because at the end of the day, we're 22, 23 years old, and we're just going through life. We're figuring things out, and we want to share our experiences with you all. So, in a sense, it's kind of like an impersonal, personal diary that's just on the internet. So, from a privacy standpoint, we know that you all understand. We know in the spirit of today's episode that you do not take it personally. You're not offended by it, and we we appreciate it. So, thank you, and thanks for tuning into the show every week. Thank you guys. Yeah, this was a nice this was a nice little chat. I think it's really important and I don't know, I feel like some of our episodes like as we're learning and growing, like they're honestly more honest. Um but it's they things that honest. like we we needed to hear and us talking about it is like us making it real for ourselves too. So even if you're like, "Oh, wait, maybe I was like taking things really personally and like they could just kind of Maybe I was being toxic." Yeah, it's like we literally have, we all have lives. Like, the point of this episode, we literally all have lives. It's okay as long as you're not, like, a morally awful person. <laughs> um, like, we we all have those moments, so, it, and it's okay. Um, and move forward from those, and we we wish you many highs, many high highs in many your future. Many highs without the happiness hangovers. Yes. So, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode next week we'll have another episode for you all and stay tuned um because we have a super fun exciting guest if all goes according to plan um which is going to be a little bit of a different kind of episode but i think it'll be really insightful especially for our listeners who are in college or post-grad or mid-20s you know basically our demographic of the Huga Girls podcast. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on Instagram. It is at Huga Girls podcast. That is H-Y-G-G-E Girls podcast. I love our collaboration every single week. It's iconic. Yes, it's like my, I like waiting for my turn. <laughs> yeah, she's like, is it, can you cue me in now? Or are we good? No, but thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Monday with another episode for you all. And until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay